How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie, even if that someone was you? Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Oh my goodness. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. And oh my goodness, I'm so excited to talk to you today about nine things you need to stop saying sorry for, <laughs> even if you're Canadian like me. Ugh. I know that life has been hard. But it's really time for you to stop saying sorry for these things, like super, super important for you to stop saying sorry for these things. And when I was tapping into this show, I came across this. Oh, darn. I think I closed the um, I think I closed the maybe if I click here, I can find it. But it was a quote from John Lennon. Oh, I might not be able to find it. But basically, it was talking about integrity. And I think a lot of what we talk about on this show has to do with personal integrity. And so the big fat lies are anything that's stopping you from being happy, anything that's stopping you from being switched on, anything that's stopping you from being profitable, anything that's stopping you from being like super orgasmic. Oh, my producer says uh, she found one. Being honest may not get you a lot of friends, but it'll always get you the right ones. Yes, yes. Well, here's the thing. Um, uh, I was doing one of those tests on Facebook, you know, one of those silly tests. And it says, you know, Jennifer's not rude, but she is like really painfully honest. And I would say that that's something that I hear over and over again. You know, when I want the truth, uh, when I want somebody to give me the unvarnished truth, then I ask Jennifer because she's not going to try to fluff it up. She's not going to lie to me. She's just going to tell me exactly what I need to hear so that I can get the results that I would like to get from my life. And so I've been like that my whole entire life. And luckily, I grew up in a pretty you know, a family that admired honesty, they admired, you know, sort of brutal honesty. And so, you know, like the energy of candor, rather than, you know, being a diplomat or a politician with people, like, what if we just actually told our friends the truth? And what if we were just actually super freaking honest, super freaking honest with ourselves honest with the people that we love, honest with our internal circle of people, and then everybody else, like, whatever, you know, whatever, tell them what they need to hear in order for you to be able to get what you want. You know, like if you're getting pulled over, what does the police officer need to hear so that you can get away with not having a ticket? Like, that's just life. But for me, in my inner circle, with my clients, with my friends, honesty is really, really important to me. And so part of what we're talking about today was the nine things that you need to stop saying sorry for. And here's the thing. 
When you say you're sorry, what does that mean? Are you sorry? Are you truthfully sorry? Or are you just being sort of political? Are you being diplomatic? And what does that actually do for your aura? And so we talk about human design here. And so we're talking about the aura types, like a generator, a manifesting generator, a manifester, a um, projector, and a reflector. Now, there's different subsets of those. And so you know, your awareness will be something. And this is one of the dozens of modalities. I'm a complete autodidact, a, a lifelong learner. And so when you come to me, it's painfully obvious to me, super painfully obvious to me, you know, the things that you need to stop doing so that you can become the version of yourself that you promised yourself when you incarnated on this planet. So you get that, that you have a program that you have installed, you've decided to run while you're on this planet called Earth in the Milky Way galaxy. You know, when you don't have a physical body, you can go anywhere you want. You don't even really have any points of view about things. So we come here to have a pol polarizing experience, an experience with gravity and the weight of our decisions. And so the more that we can come into what the actual truth is for us, the more we stop saying sorry for stuff that we have no business saying sorry for, and the more we step into being ourselves, being our true essence, being, you know, like the, what our heart pumps for. So the question that I would love to ask you right now is what does your heart pump for? And if you weren't saying sorry, like if you gave yourself permission to never say sorry again, to have enough awareness to never say sorry again, you know, I mean, you can be like, thank you for your patience. Thank you for letting me do this. I mean, we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but we're going to go into the nine things you need to stop saying sorry for, especially right now, especially right now. So let me find this graphic. So this was a graphic that I got from Self Care Express. So I didn't create these nine things that you need to stop saying sorry for. And uh, I don't know if Self Care Express did, but I'm going to let you know that I got these things from Self Care Express. Stop saying sorry for taking your time in doing things. Like stop saying sorry for that. Like if it takes a long time to complete something. Stop saying sorry for that. <laughs> One of the things that I have learned very, very, very recently is that I have my own divine timing. And so if I'm able to get something done in three and a half seconds, then that is the exact right divine timing to get something done in three and a half seconds. And if it takes me three and a half months or three and a half years, or three and a half lifetimes, then that's exactly how long it's going to take. So what would happen in your life if you actually stopped saying sorry for taking your time to do things? Like, what would that be like for you? You know, that's my question for you. If you actually took the correct time, instead of 
like there's a lot of stuff on the internet right now about procrastination. And I believe, this is what I believe, that procrastination is an awareness that in the back of your mind, you actually need some formulation time. You know, some people are able to, you know, spread all their papers out on a big piece of a desk, you know, and formulate a battle plan weeks and weeks ahead of time. And other people are digesting something in their guts. They're digesting something in the back of their minds. They're like formulating a battle plan in the ethers. So they're able to do it in three and a half hours at the very last minute with adrenal pump because they have given themselves the time in the back of their minds. So if you are a procrastinator, you may actually just be digesting how you would do something before you're going to do it. And you need to give yourself permission to stop saying sorry for taking your own sweet time. Like, what would that be like for you? Does that actually give you, like, do you want to just take a big sigh and say, wow, Jennifer, that gives me a lot of comfort to know that I could just stop saying I'm sorry for taking my time and completing things. And so one of the things that I've learned from human design is that I'm something called an emotional authority. And so I have to go through my emotional wave. So at the beginning of you know, being invited to something, I might be like, Oh, my God, that would be so great. I could do this. And 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 then a couple of days later, I would get to, you know, the bottom of the wave, like, ah, oh, I don't think I want to do any of those things that I thought that I wanted to do. And then once the waves start to slow down, then the decision can start to solidify itself, my authority in being able to say yes or no. And so what I do do when somebody invites me to something or they ask me to do something for them is I ask them, when do you need to know by? When do you need to know by? Like, I might even be like, wow, that sounds great. I think I might be interested in that. But when do you need to know by? And so this is for you people who are saying sorry for taking your own sweet time to complete things. Always ask, like, when do you need to know by? When do you need this finished by? When would you like it complete by? When do you want this back to you? And then you can make a decision, like if they want it back in three and a half minutes or even three and a half hours or three and a half days, and that doesn't actually feel good for you, then just say no. <laughs> if they really want you to do the project and they're not willing to give you the time to digest whether or not you can get it back to them in the time frame that they are expecting it in, then just say no gosh, there's so much more that you could be doing. And you definitely don't want to say sorry for taking your own sweet time and doing things. And so the next thing I would love to invite you to stop saying sorry for is needing time for yourself. Needing time for yourself. Oh my goodness. Needing time for yourself. How freaking selfish are you? Do you need time for yourself? Shouldn't you be using your time for other people all the freaking time? Oh my gosh. All you people pleasers out there. 
This is one of the biggest freaking fat lies is that you don't need time for yourself. You do. You do need time for yourself. Absolutely. And so one of the things that I do with my people pleaser clients is I really start talking to them about like what is an ideal time of day to take time for yourself. Like if you're always really busy first thing in the morning and you always seem to be really busy last thing at night, then I'm going to recommend that you do something that I call a donut day where, you know, you work the first three or four hours in the morning and then you take three or four hours off and then you work three or four hours after your break and that's what I call a donut day because you'd be like work hole in the middle and then work and I find that that's really really effective many many countries on the planet use this they call it a siesta or they have longer lunch breaks in a lot of countries but in North America um, and maybe in some areas of Europe, we really tend to want to have our workers work straight through, like the eight-hour workday. And that's built on Henry Ford's factory model. I mean, that's freaking ancient, for one. And for two, we actually care more about people than they did back in the factory days. And so it's really important for you to care about yourself. And that's one of the big fat lies out there is that you have to care about other people more than you care about you. And so a good sign is if you are saying sorry for needing to take time out for yourself, I would recommend that you say sorry to your body for not taking time out for yourself every freaking day every freaking day take time out for yourself absolutely every day there should be two or three or four hours that you get to do stuff just for you so some of the things that I do is I meditate at least two hours every day I meditate for an hour when I wake up in the morning and do healing work on my own body. And then I meditate for an hour before I go to sleep and do healing work on my own body with, you know, these dozens of modalities that I know. And highly recommend that, that you do healing work on yourself. And then I also go in the lake every single day, even if it's freezing cold, even if it's raining. Today I was in the lake and it was raining. And then there was a big thing of sheet lightning. So I was like, oh shit, I better get out of the lake. So I swam as fast as I could back to the launch to get out of the lake. But I was in the lake today. So stop saying sorry for taking time for yourself. Start saying, ooh, I better take time for myself. So we're heading into the break. We have gone through the first two things that you need to stop saying sorry for. We are on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. This is the Big Fat Lies Show. And when you come back, I'm going to share seven more things that you need to stop saying sorry for. Take care. We'll see you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness, welcome back. So we are talking about the nine things that you need to stop feeling sorry for and saying sorry for. So number one, taking your time in doing things. Number two, needing time for yourself. Number three, now this is a big doozy, other people's mistakes. Other people's mistakes. Now, I see you guys out there, people who are saying sorry for other people's mistakes. And so whether it's your spouse, your children, your underlings at work, people you are responsible for, how much time have you spent saying sorry for other people's mistakes? And so that can be such a freaking bad habit, you guys. And the minute you start saying sorry for other people's mistakes is the minute you start being responsible for other people. <laughs> now, when I'm working with clients, I'm like, okay, just because you're response able doesn't mean that you have to respond every freaking time. It's really, really important for your family, for your children, for your spouse, for your loved ones to take response ability for their own lives. And so when you say you're sorry for other people's mistakes, what you're doing is you're starting to take that responsibility into your own physical being. And then what happens is there's dozens and dozens and dozens of people that you become responsible for. And I'll tell you, that is the origin of burnout, you guys, the origin of burnout. And it might start by just being polite, like, ooh, I totally knew that person was going to, you know, forget to do that one thing. Or, you know, I totally thought about that person when they were making that mistake. And we're going to cover one of the other things that goes with that next. Um, it's just so important that just because you are able to respond doesn't mean you have to. You guys get that, right? Responsibility is response ability. You have the ability to respond, but you don't have to. You don't have to. And I remember years and years ago, 
I was in a transformational seminar and the person said to me, just because you're aware of something happening doesn't mean you're the person who needs to fix it. And I would say I have been a fixer my whole freaking life. Like since I was too young to be fixing things for people, I was fixing things for people. And so that might be something that you might want to have a look at when you say you're sorry for other people or other people's mistakes. Do you have that fixer part of your personality? And I can tell you one of the biggest fattest lies is that you are a problem solver or you are a fixer because again that's this is just like the express train to burnout when you take on way more responsibility than you need to take on you know you can respond to what's happening in your own life but you certainly do not have to say sorry for other people's mistakes so one of the questions that you can ask yourself is is this my personal responsibility? Is this my personal responsibility? Now, I get if you own a business, you know, everything that's happening under the umbrella of your business could be misconstrued as your personal responsibility. Say you have a thousand employees, say you have 10,000 employees. Now, if one of them screws up, is that your personal responsibility or can you allow that employee, that underling, that contractor to screw up and then allow them to take responsibility for their own mistakes? Now, do they need to get yelled at? Probably not. Do they need to have their responsibilities pointed out to them? Absolutely, especially for your insurance as a business owner you know, to have a protocol on how you make people responsible for their own personal responsibilities at work, especially, uh, is really great for your insurance, is really great for uh, employee um, relations, because I'll tell you what, as an effective employee, as I was back in the day, you know, other people not taking responsibilities or cleaning up their own mistakes, that was something that just drove me insane, absolutely insane. Like, I swear, I quit jobs just because there were people who didn't take care of their own mistakes. So thinking about that for yourself. So the next one, Stop saying sorry for not being able to save the world. <laughs> so you can see how this is getting bigger, you guys. It's getting bigger. So not being able to save the world. So thinking about that for yourself, how much are you aware of what's going on on the planet? How much are you aware of how people are being manipulated with information, manipulated with substances and chemicals, manipulated with Netflix and chill, manipulated with where you're allowed to go, what you're allowed to do, manipulated by the laws, manipulated by the system. So I need you to stop saying sorry for not being able to save the world. Now, Again, it goes back, like, what is your personal responsibility here? You know, even if you have a huge business, like a huge transformational business, you can't 
save your clients. You can't save them. And so the microcosm of the macrocosm is, you know, your own world, the people that you consider yourself to be able to maybe save from making mistakes, save from uh, bad decisions, save from, you know, futures that maybe you don't want them to sign up for. And then the macrocosm is how much are you making yourself responsible to save the world from craziness? Like, think about that for yourself. Like, I would love for you to give yourself the freedom, the freedom to stop saying sorry for not being able to save the world. Like, it's so interesting. You're um, in human design. There's something called a right angle cross and a left angle cross. And so there's um, you come in with a mission. You're either a right angle cross or a left angle cross. And so the right angle cross, you're here on a personal mission. So if you are a right angle cross, you're not actually here to save anything. You're here to have a personalized mission. So, you know, if you happen to come up with a great invention, awesome. If you happen to come up with a great protocol, or if you happen to be, you know, very entertaining or inspiring, then wonderful. But this is your own personalized mission as a right angle cross. And so how do you find that out? You go on to any web browser and type in free human design chart. And so wherever you're listening, you could actually type out in the comments what your cross is and what the numbers are. And I would be happy to point you to some resources on how to start to um, find out what your right angle cross mission is and get information on that. And then if you are a left angle cross, you have something called a transpersonal mission, transpersonal mission. And so your mission includes other people. So if right now you're kind of like, I hate other people, <laughs> then know this for yourself that you have to be very selective of who you are going to invite on your mission. Very select. I, I recommend that you just be selective. You know, even you five ones, like I've been having conversations with you five ones, if you know what your profile is. And the five ones are starting to get so bored of people who are whining, so bored of people who have the same problems over and over and over again. Even if you're a left angle cross, even if you're here to, you know, clean up some karma for humanity, come up with an invention for humanity, you know, and the five ones are supposed to come up with simple, practical, replicable solutions, but not if you're freaking bored to death, you know, like, I don't want you to say sorry for that. You know, you can't save humanity if they don't want to be saved. Like the vision I'm getting is like, you know, a a, a herd of sheep falling over a cliff you know could they run left yes could they run right absolutely could they refuse to run and turn around and and you know stop being chased absolutely so it is not your personal responsibility to save the world even if you're a five one even if you're a left angle cross if you are bored to death with people who are whining then those are not your people 
And that's something that we do discuss quite a bit when I work with you one-on-one is like, who are your people? Who are you here to be? Uh, What are you here to do? And, you know, for the right angle crosses, you're not necessarily here to do anything. For the left angle crosses, I think you are more here to do things. And, you know, with a with a, a hefty side of being the frequency that allows you to do your best work on the planet. So if that's something that you're interested in, please, you know, write your cross in the comments of whatever platform that you're listening on. My team here at Inspired Choices Network has me on over 250 locations. So it would be really helpful to know what location that you love listening on so that we can have a bigger presence and and pay more attention to that location. So I've got somebody in the audience that's a left angle cross of obscuration. How freaking cool is that? Like, ooh, like what can we create more of with, with obscuration? That's a good question. Like, does everybody need to see everything or can we have like a bit of a sleight of hand? So, you know, I think actually I know this person personally, she's on, on my team and I would say she makes things look way easier than they are. (laughs) So if you are a left angle cross of obscuration, I would say that you probably make things look way easier than they are. And so maybe you could let people have a look behind the curtain a little bit more so that they know everything that you can do for them and everything that you've already been doing for them. Super important, super, super important. So we are heading into the break. These are the things that you need to stop saying sorry for. Number one, taking your time in doing things. Number two, needing time for yourself. Number three, other people's mistakes. Number four, not being able to save the world. Stop saying sorry, even if you're Canadian. This is the Big Fat Lie Show. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. We are on the Inspired Choices Network. Please join me after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. 
This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness. Welcome back. So we are talking about the nine things that you need to stop saying sorry for right now. Stop saying sorry. (laughs) And what happens when you stop saying sorry is you can start saying yes to so much more in your life. And I would say that that's the number one thing that I stand for is for you to consistently use your energy and say yes to those things in your life that give you deep vitality, that give you deep abundance, that give you deep turn on in your life. Because I'll tell you what, that's one of the things in my human design chart is I'm actually supposed to be turned on by life. Like I'm supposed to be like, juicy with my turn on for life and so if I'm not turned on by life if I'm not like whoa you know like full body orgasm food and full body orgasm like friendships and conversations and you know vistas then I'm not really living I'm not really living and there's been times in my life uh, where I wasn't really living And I would say for you guys, these nine things will start to point you to the places that you are not fully living. And if you're not fully living, what the hell are you doing here? (laughs) You know, I told you uh, at the beginning of the show, I am obnoxiously honest. And this is a question that I really would love for you to ask yourself, like, what the hell am I doing here? I had an interesting conversation this morning uh, with a girlfriend of mine, and she was saying that this week she had a whole bunch of clients who were saying, you know, I don't know if I even want to be here on this planet. I had something going on with my son where he didn't want to be here on this planet. And luckily, you know, I've had enough training and enough consciousness uh, training to know exactly what my kid needed. And what my kid needed was to get off the grid, completely off the grid. We went to my beautiful friend's ranch. She has like uh, 750 acres of like beautiful, beautiful land. And so there was a place where we could go where there was no cell phone service, there was no, like, basically no electricity, no anything. And so, you know, we had a clean, dry, safe place to sleep, a little studio, but it didn't have any, any electricity. And we cooked all of our meals on a campfire and, you know, just basically got off the grid. And this is something I recommend you guys, I highly recommend that you get away from your life, you get away from your business, you get away from your relationships, you get away from the lies, you get away from the lies, and you get away from the people who expect you to say sorry for stuff that you never, ever should say sorry for. 
like maybe even ask yourself, how many people do I have in my life that expect me to apologize for living? And if it's more than one, if it's more than five, if it's more than 10, then it's time to change your inner circle. It really is. It's time to change your inner circle and start to ask, you know, like, where should I go? Who should I spend time with? You know, what is my real mission on this planet, whether it's a left angle cross or a right angle cross? You know, what are those numbers? What are those frequencies that you're supposed to embody? My number one frequency that I'm supposed to embody is ecstasy like ecstasy I'm supposed to be just like so turned on by life and so if I'm not turned on by life then I am in the wrong spot with the wrong people and so I would love to show you what your number one frequency is so text me email me find out what your cross is and what those numbers are and then I will text you back a resource that I find really gorgeous that gives you way more information about that number one frequency on your incarnation cross but let's get back to the nine things so the last one was not being able to save the world the next one is putting your needs first putting your needs first gosh who does that who does that who puts their needs first that's so selfish jennifer it's so selfish no it's not it absolutely is not selfish you are the only one who can accurately put your needs first and so it's incumbent on you. It is demanded of you that you go into your heart and find out what your own needs are. Go into your body, into your aura, into your energetic field. Go into your beastly childhood and find out what your needs are. Go into your human design chart or your gene keys chart even more beautifully for this type of work. Find out what your needs are and state them to yourself. Write a list of 50 things that you need to be able to have a life that is ecstasy. Like what 50 things would you need to be able to have a life that's ecstasy? You know, enough abundance that you never, ever worry about how to pay for your housing, how to pay for meals out, how to have beautiful clothes, how to have a gorgeous vehicle to drive. You know, what are all the things that you need? I think it's really important. Take an inventory. Because if you're apologizing for putting your needs first, who the hell's needs are you putting ahead of yours? And what kind of a role model are you? You know, you're teaching your spouse that they go first all the time. Uh-uh. Teaching your kids that they go first all the time. Uh-uh. Teaching your clients that they go first all the time. No. Because then what happens is it ends up building a bunch of resentment inside your body. Now, whether you're conscious of the resentment or whether it just makes you low-grade cranky or tired or burnt out, we talk a lot about burnout on this show. 
And, you know, if you are putting other people's needs ahead of yours, then what happens is all of the hours of your day can get filled up with other people's needs. Like, if you're good at, if you're a fixer like me, if you're good at delivering, people will come and they will not stop coming. And it's super, super important that you put your needs first. So please, if you get anything out of this show, stop apologizing for putting your own needs first and start to freaking put your own needs first. Take the first three hours of the day and use them just for you if that's possible. Because there is some science, uh, there's something called decision fatigue. And so if you don't take those first three hours of the day, that's why they recommend that you go to the gym first thing, like just do that first thing or take yourself for a walk or like me, I go right in the lake. First thing I have a cup of coffee. I really try to stay out of my emails and my text messages and I just go for my swim. And, you know, so what is it? then what habits can you start to make? Where can you take personal responsibility for your own needs? So one, stop saying sorry for putting your own needs first and start to program the people around you that, oh, you know, Jennifer takes time in the morning for herself. She goes to the lake. And, you know, it's been quite a while now that I do that. And now my family totally expects that I'm not going to be available while I'm at the lake. And, oh, well, I'll be available at other times. So what is the next thing? Staying away from negativity. Oh, my God, yes. Stop apologizing for staying away from negativity. Oh, my gosh. And how many people do you know that want to connect with you based on negative things? like trauma bonding with you on negative things. It's like, oh, you'll never believe what so-and-so said, or you'll never believe what I saw on the internet, or you'll never believe what I saw on the news, or you'll never believe what I heard from your cousin. So please do not apologize. Just stop saying sorry for staying away from negativity. I would highly recommend that you have a protocol for yourself about how to extricate yourself from these conversations. Now, if you have a five in your profile, you're already the heretic. So you can say, actually, you know what? I don't connect with people on negative things. What do you have that's fun? And that's, I don't, I have some fives, but uh, I'm a hermit opportunist. So my first number is a two. So if you actually do find me, you actually do get to spend time with me. Um, I just, if you bring me a ton of negative stuff, I just become less available to you and less available to you. And then I'm not available to you at all. <laughs> so stop saying sorry for staying away from negativity and please have a protocol say mm, you know what I'm not really talking about negative things right now I actually ask my kids I'm like I say to my kids uh tell me something fun or funny and I say that to my spouse as well like I'm like mm, nah I don't want to talk about that Tell me something fun or funny. And so my kids know that I love inventions. 
Uh, they know that, you know, I love new ways of thinking about things and, you know, I love to laugh and I want to know fun or funny things. And so super important to me that you stop engaging with negativity. And so what I was talking about earlier, you might need to get off the grid to notice what is negative for you. So highly recommend getting off the grid, shutting off your cell phone, being away from those cellular waves, being away from any of the programming that's happening on social media, on YouTube, you know, even from your own family, they may be bringing you things that are bringing you down. So you can ask yourself, hey, is this person bringing me things that are bringing me down? And if you can't have a conversation with them, you might want to make yourself less available to them. <laughs> so I am something called a manifesting generator. So I always do stuff fast. And, you know, especially on my own time, especially on my own time, what takes me two and a half minutes to get done will take some people two and a half years to get done. But, you know, the very first thing that I invited you to stop saying sorry for is taking time doing your things. So we are heading into our commercial break. Oh my goodness. We are three quarters of the way through the show and we are talking about nine things to stop saying sorry for. Even if you are a Canadian, please join me after the break. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis and we are on the inspired choices network. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness, can you believe it? We are almost three quarters the way through the show today. And today we are talking about nine things that you need to stop saying sorry for. <laughs> like really stop saying sorry. So we started with taking your time in doing things. Stop saying sorry for that. Next, we moved into needing time for yourself. Stop saying sorry for that. Stop saying sorry for other people's mistakes. Stop saying sorry for not being able to save the world. Even you five ones, stop it. Stop saying sorry for putting your own needs first. And stop saying sorry for staying away from negativity. And so whether that's physical distance, whether that's emotional distance, whether that's just taking time out for yourself. So the next thing I want to invite you to stop saying sorry for is wanting to change your life. Stop saying sorry for wanting to change your life. Because here's the thing. Why would you say sorry for wanting to change your life? 
Now, super vulnerable. I am leaving my relationship of 11 years. And it was really obvious the last two years, last three years have been really super hard on us, super, super hard on us. We just like went this way and this way. And, you know, we weren't working together. We weren't working together properly. And, you know, we got counseling, we did everything that we needed to do in order to be able to come to a decision that we weren't going to be married anymore. And so if I wanted to spend a whole lot of time saying sorry for wanting to change my life, then like how sort of disengaging is that? Like think about that for yourself. Like there may be 50 things that you want to do right now and you would have to change your life in order to be able to do them. Like, say you wanted to climb a mountain, would you have to train in order to be able to do that? Absolutely. Say you want to start a new business that's secondary to the business that you have right now, would you have to hire a coach or a trainer to help you get to that next level? Absolutely. Say you want to, you know, be more cognizant of what your mission is on this planet and and calibrate your business so that it is functioning within that mission. Would you have to hire somebody to help you with that? Absolutely. Could I help you with that? You bet I could. And so thinking about that, if you're spending a ton of time apologizing for wanting to change your life, saying sorry for wanting to change your life, what that does is it stops you from your real mission and so maybe you're like me you're maybe you're a striver maybe once you've you know done this type of work you want to do something else and you want to do something else and you want to do something else and you want to do something else so if people want you to apologize for wanting to change your life they are not the correct people for you like I always say you know like if you are the um the most ambitious person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. You truly are in the wrong room if you're the most ambitious person. And so go get in another room with more ambitious people who will cheer you on for wanting to change your life, who will cheer you on from being a climber, being a striver, being somebody who, you know, like, there's not enough enoughness, you know, like I talk about this quite a bit in my private sessions is, you know, people get caught in this trap of enoughness. And I'll tell you what, I will never play that game with you. You know, whatever you want to accomplish in this lifetime, I'm going to give you every freaking tool that you could ever need in order to be able to transcend what it is that you came here to be and do like the top frequency needs to be there for you. You know, just for example, mine is um, ecstasy. So the more that I can have ecstatic food and ecstatic dance and ecstatic love and ecstatic client relationships, the better for me. The more I'm like, oh, my God, that was like a foodgasm. Oh, my God, my clients are doing so well. I just like a full turn on in my body about how well the people that I work with do. That's the right place for me. And so I always want you in the right place for you. The next thing that I want you 
to apologize and say so, stop saying sorry for is being busy. So I need you to know that you own your own time. <laughs> you own your own time. And so if you're busy doing time things for you, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you're busy doing. You might be busy taking a freaking nap. <laughs> That's why I recommend that you like block out your calendars for naps, block out your calendars for like going for walks. Don't be so freaking accessible to everybody. Like it's driving people absolutely nuts how accessible they are to people. You know, like my poor son, gosh, he was just being so accessible to people that it was making him feel mentally ill. Like that's why we went off grid. And it turned out that, you know, I was being too accessible to people too. So it was really, really good for the both of us. And so the last thing that I want you to stop being accessible or stop saying sorry for is not being able to read people's minds. So even if you can read people's minds, which we talked about earlier, like being responsible, um, like just if people want you to know something and they don't have the respect for you to come to you and say, here, this is something that's going on for me. Can you please help me with it? And they don't have the respect for you to give you the time to be able to respond correctly to them. Then you really need to stop saying sorry for not being able to read their mind. And you need to start setting uh, protocols in place so that that conversation never happens again. Now, I'm very energetically adept. I would believe absolutely that you're very energetically adept. You know, when you have your little feelers out, you are able to read people's minds at all times. But do you have to? Can they just come to you and ask you in real human language, whatever the language is, what it is that they would like from you? And then you can respond appropriately. Wouldn't that be great? So those are the nine things that you need to stop saying sorry for. My next invitation is I have a show called How to Break the Chains Before They Break You. That is going to be on the 8th. And I highly recommend that you be live for that show because that's going to be live channeling. I'm just going to channel the whole freaking show about how to break the chains before they break you. So if you're feeling bound up, join me live on the 8th. See you then. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the big fat lies.